You are listening to Victory Alabang Podcast. Believers and non-believers alike have many questions about faith. Be encouraged and illuminated in this message by Pastor Sol Huang. Before we begin, let me just uh, tell you a brief story of who I am. I, I used to be a businessman before I became a pastor. And, uh, well, tell them I'm busy, you know, I can... <laughs> lang, lang, right? Right. Anyway, I was a businessman a few years ago. We owned a pizza store. And um, I also was um, a young Christian way back then. All right. And one of the amazing faith journeys that I had was in our, in our business when one of our employees had a challenge with her, her physical condition. And of course, being um, uh, a young Christian way back then, I, I, I was told that you can really pray for the sick. Okay? We attended this power evangelism class before, and it was amazing how Pastor Neil Bernardino, one of our pastors here before, you know, would speak about the power of healing to the, to the name of Jesus Christ. And it was really amazing that time. But I got a chance okay, to finally do what the Scripture says. So when we were in, in, uh, in, in our store, our, our employee had a, had a challenge. She couldn't walk. Apparently, she had a, a, uh, a problem with her knee. Okay? She, was, uh, she was limping all the time. But this time, at this particular day, she couldn't walk. She couldn't even move. So my wife and I, Luchi, we, we, uh, we were there. We, we prayed for her. Okay? Now, you've got to understand, being a young Christian, you don't have that um, sort of faith level. Probably my faith level was just... Uh, a uh, little lesser than the mustard seed, probably, I guess. I don't know. But, <laughs> but I wanted to try it out anyway. So there's nothing to lose. So I, we, we laid hands. We asked her to sit down. And we found out that her left leg was longer than her right leg. So we started to pray. But of course, while praying, I had to close my eyes because I didn't want to see anything that's happening. You know, so that probably I can communicate with God. But the, re- the reality was I, I was, I was scared. Because what if I prayed for the for the you know for that healing and it won't happen, right? So what I did, we prayed, I closed my eyes, I was sweating, I was praying, and I said, In Jesus' name, we command this right leg to align. In Jesus' name. So I had to make it a little bit louder so it's gonna be convincing. In Jesus' name. And I was all sweating. Guess what? Just a few, few seconds later, my wife was tapping me. Look at her. Okay. You know what? The two legs were lined. It's just amazing. That was my first experience with this faith journey. And I said, whoa. That built my faith, all right? That built my faith. Hey, fast forward from that time to uh, becoming a young pastor here in Victory. So I was, um, I, um, I was a young pastor probably my first two years here in Victory Alabang. And I uh, was ordained pastor that way back then. And um, I had another you know, encounter, a power encounter, as they call it. I was, uh, I was told that a young man, about 16 years old, basically had a bullet lodged in his brain. And he was fighting for his life. He was... He was, um, you know, the mom was there and, you know, he was fighting for his life. 
And they called me out, Why, can you, can you, Pastor, can you come over the hospital and pray for him? And I remember that night because I was eating dinner, I had to rush out of the house and went straight to um, Paranaque Med. And we prayed for this uh, person in the ER, okay? I saw a group of people there, people from church, um, friends, relatives, they were all there. So I said, wow, can you just imagine if we combine our faith, both the five, right? So we did. We prayed. Um, now understand now, I, am, I, I was a pastor already, young pastor at that time. So what happened? We laid hands, we prayed, and I said, in Jesus' name, be healed. Lord, we pray that He will come out alive. Something like that, you know, let a miracle happen in Jesus' mighty name. Then I opened my eyes. Guess what? I saw the life support system go. Lord, pastor na ako. Eh, bakit mo naman ginawa to Pastor na ako. Sana ginawa. I mean, I, they could, God could have just done that, you know, at the first time. But this is like, you know, life and death situation. Lord, why not now? So I prayed again. I said, Lord, please don't embarrass me naman. Lord. So we prayed, alright? At the side now. This time at the side because it didn't work there. So probably work here. Okay, so I prayed. So we prayed. In Jesus' name, Amen. Guess what? The life support system went. It was uh, a relief. I said, Lord, thank you. But a few days later, he died. It's funny, but the reality was, you know, he died. And um, even the parents, the, the mom, you know, her faith was put to a test. My faith was put to a test. And I was wondering way back then, I, I, I asked myself, Lord, did I lack faith? Did I mess up with my faith? What will it take for, for me to, to literally raise this boy from the dead? So today, we want to find out what faith is all about. Why do we need faith? What's so important with faith? I want you to stand up with me and let's open our Bibles to Hebrews 11, verses 1 to 3. Let's all read in verse 1. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. For by it the elders obtain a good testimony. In verse 3, By faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God, so that the things which are seen were not made of things which are visible. Let's bow down our heads and pray. Heavenly Father, we just come before you, God, and we just want to empty ourselves. Would you please come with your Holy Spirit? Speak to us, Lord. Let us understand what faith is all about. Lord, I pray, God, that every person in this room will be filled, will, be, uh, will encounter you today. Let your word speak to us. Nothing but your holy word. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. You can take your seats. <laughs> I was... Um, talking to my wife a week ago and when we were talking with the pastors for, for me to preach on faith I said whoa 
Lord, again, you know, I, I don't know if I'm the right person to preach on faith. <laughs> After all that had happened in the past, I don't know if I'm, you know, I'm the right person. But as I was going through the study, I realized that I was really learning a lot from the Word. And tonight, hope, I mean this afternoon, hopefully we'll be able to discover what God's Word is all about and about faith. Okay? So the biggest question we want to answer tonight is this. Why study faith? What's so important about faith? And outrightly, we can answer that through the Bible. I mean, this is the final authority for everything. Amen? So let's, let's discover what the Bible speaks about faith. Alright? Why, why study faith? First one is found in Ephesians 2.8. We study faith because we are saved by grace through faith. In other words, the foundation of our, of our um, walk with God starts off with salvation by grace through faith. We can't have our salvation and receive that grace without faith. Faith is very important. Secondly, the Bible says the righteous will live by faith. Okay? There's no way out of this. If you are a Christian, can I know who are Christians today? Lift up your right hand. Okay, 80%. 20% of you, not yet. Later, you will. Okay. The righteous will live by faith. We have no recourse but to know and understand and live by faith. That's the second one. The third one is this. Everything that does not come from faith is what? Sin. So if you are a Bible-believing Christian, understand that you need faith. Or else everything that, that comes without faith is sin against God. Fourth is this, we overcome the world by faith. 1 John chapter 5, verse 4, For everyone born of God overcomes the world. Are you an overcomer? Praise God. This is the victory that has overcome the world, even our faith. There it is again. Lastly is this, We please God by faith. Hebrews 11.6, can you read it with me? And without faith, it is impossible to please God. Stop right there. You see, we cannot please our God. Why? Because faith is the only force that can move God. Amen? In order to move the heart of God, we need faith. Okay? Faith is the only force that can move the heart of God of God. It's not our problems, not our circumstance, not our tears, not even our needs. So pastor, you mean to say, if I'm in need today, God will not respond? No, I'm not saying that. It's just that to move the heart of God, it takes faith. Of course, God will help us. So the, the question is not why we need faith. The question is this. If faith moves God, then what is really faith? And tonight, we will discover, discover out of that scripture you've read, three components of faith. Say this with me. Faith. Okay, you, got, you just got to have it. Faith. First component of faith in the scripture that we have just read is this. Faith is now. Say now. Very good. Very good class. 
Hebrews 11.1 1 says, Now faith is. Now. When you talk about now, it indicates a time factor. Faith is now. It's not yesterday. It's not tomorrow. But it's today. Right? It deals with the present time. Nothing you can do about it. You got to have faith every every single time. You can't use yesterday's faith for today. Alright? When you got saved many, many years back, okay? Or maybe a few years back, you cannot use that faith for today. That's why I, I, I remember I remember Pastor King telling me this story. You know, he had a he had a, um, a small group member asking, Pastor, I have been believing God. I have been praying uh, for something, and then it took years and years to this day. I have not received my prayer. Do you ever you know pray to God and you know till this day you haven't received anything yet? I have. I've been praying for my my family to get saved. I've been a Christian for what almost twenty years. And still they have not saved. Now the biggest question is, did my faith deteriorate? Did my faith go, go weak or grow weak? No. Problem is, is that we cannot, we cannot use our faith yesterday for our faith for tomorrow. We just cannot. You cannot use today's faith for, for tomorrow. Why? Faith has to be lived out every single day. You can't use your faith a few seconds ago, a few minutes ago, an hour ago. You can't. It has to be every single day at the present time. Why? Bible says in Romans chapter 1, verse 17, the righteous what? Will live by faith. It's a day-to-day thing. In fact, if you notice, even Jesus, when He shared the Lord's Prayer, it's a daily thing. We ask for God's provision, His daily bread, right? It's a daily thing. It takes faith every single day to believe God for your provisions. That's why that Lord's Prayer is so important. You got to see it. You got to open it or open our eyes. See if it is... If faith is not now, it is not faith at all. And if it's not faith, it won't work. Are you here? Alright. Now. Say now. Faith is always now. Amen? Second component is this. Faith is the substance. If you look at Scripture, the Bible says in Hebrews 11 verse 1, now, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. So let's break it down. Okay, not break it down. Break it down to this level. Let's get that piece. We've studied about faith being now, faith being the substance. Substance means, means tangibility. Something you can hold on to. It's materiality, reality, in other words, faith is real. But when you look at the Greek, strong, Strong's Greek dictionary, you'll find out that substance 
it's not just tangibility, materiality, or reality. It talks about a title deed. That's why, interestingly, I've actually put their, you know, title deed inventory because I want us to dig into what it really means. If you look at title deed, did anyone of you here have a, at least a title deed? You know what I'm talking about? No, just a few of you. All right. Title deed. A title deed is a legal document that shows ownership of a property. So, alam nyo na. Okay? Ito yung mga title ng land, your house and lot, tiba. You have also a title deed to your car. How many of you have cars? Okay, at least isa. Title deed. It is a legal document that shows ownership, right, of a property. My wife, before we got married, she was able to purchase a piece of land somewhere in Nova Liches. This is a small property. We're now 19 years. We're going to be celebrating our 20th anniversary next year pa. Next year pa. But can you imagine, 19 years already had gone by, she has never, ever seen the land. She has the title deed, <laughs> but she has not seen the land. When you talk about faith as being a substance, it is a title deed. You have legal ownership of it, but you have not yet seen it yet in reality. Are you getting it? Are you seeing the picture? So it's a title deed. Substance. Faith is a substance. Faith is a title deed. What's amazing about the meaning of substance, you look, look up um, another meaning of this is inventory. Say inventory. Inventory is a detailed listing of things in one's present possessions. Okay? I used to own that pizza store. I had to make my inventory. Or else I will not find out if I'm missing something, right? And what's amazing about this is this. The Word of God contains 7,700 promises that is in our possession. In other words, there is an inventory. I got the biggest Bible here. You see, there are 7,700 promises that is in our possession. Question is, where is it? Is it in your cabinet, your drawer, your shelves, or somewhere around? You can't find it under the bed. Did you ever bring your did you did you bring your Bible today? Yes, thank you, Lord. But think about that. Inventory. We have seven thousand seven hundred promises that is in our possession today, and you don't know everything yet, right? So I took the liberty of putting seven thousand 700 promises right here. Can you read it? It's not enough, okay? I'm just, you know, these are just part of it. But it'll probably take me 7,700 slides to give you the promises of God and you just don't know it, right? How many of you know the promises of God? Few. Three, five, ten. See, ulang patalaga. Do you realize what's happening today? You don't know your inventory. You don't know what you have. Can you just imagine? You just don't know that out of this book lies, you know, the success that you've been praying for. But you're not reading it. Out of this book, the promise of healing, the promise of, um, of uh, being blessed and being generous, 
the promise, a lot of promises, but we don't know about them, right? I mean, if we be honest today, do you really know everything about the Bible? No, not even I. Alright, kaya okay lang, excuse kayo. Okay? But that's the whole truth. So faith is a substance. So substance is a title, deed, or inventory, but the question is, of what? Of things what? Hope for. Now, it's, it's, it's really amazing if you really go to a word study and study just of things. This is what came out of that word study. Of things, the Greek word for that is pragma, meaning things already done. So in other words, we have an inventory of things belonging to us that are already done. It's a done deal. And here you are, seated here, wondering if you have the promises of God. Here you are asking God, Lord, when will you bless me? When will I have this? Lord, I've been praying for this. But you don't realize it because you're not checking the inventory. We don't, we don't spend so much time in reading and understanding the inventory. But you have it. Can you imagine that? It's like, you know, buying a a uh, super high-tech cell phone, alright? I don't know what kind of phone now is. May apps, may lahat-lahat na. I don't know what, what it is, okay? But the only thing that you do is punch the number and call your friend or your, your, diba? your family. You have a wealth of apps in your new cell phone that you don't know because the only thing you know is just to bring that phone. The only thing we know is we just grab a hold of this and come to church on a Sunday and then after that, leave it there and go to work. Sayang. We miss out the inventory that we already have. Let me read to you 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 20. And apparently, you, you're, you're not seeing it, but this is what God is saying to all of us. For no matter how many promises God has made, they are what? Can I hear aloud? Yes! Yes in Christ! And so through Him, the Amen is spoken by us to the glory of God. It's a done deal. Are you here? Can you, can you see it? My prayer today is that we'll open our spiritual eyes to see what we already have in Christ. Hope for. Okay? It is a substance of things hoped for. What is hope? There is an anticipation. In other words... You, you've anticipated this. You've, you are expecting this. Okay? Can you imagine every Christmas? How many of you don't want to expect gifts on Christmas? All of us are expecting gifts for uh, uh, this Christmas time. Probably our bonus, our 13-month pay. Diba? We are actually expecting something. What about God's Word? What about God's promises? Are you expecting it today? Yes. Praise God. At least then. He said yes. See, if you reword that, it's something like this. Faith is an inventory of things already done that makes me expect. If the Word of God does not make me expect, then it loses its power. Are you here? 
if this will not get me to expect the great things God has in store for me in this life, it loses its power. But there's so many things that we haven't begun to understand in the Word of God. But it takes faith to reveal that. Now let me just qualify something. Um, there was a person that said, said to me, Pastor, you know I have faith for a new house. Nothing wrong with that. You want a new house, okay? But the thing is, you cannot have faith for a new house. Why? Because the house is the thing you are hoping for. It's not faith. Are you getting it? In other words, faith is the title deed, your ownership, the inventory of the thing you are hoping for. What happens is that hope sets the goal for our faith. You got to hope for something. There are 7,700 things, promises in the inventory, in the title deed that you're holding here, but you are not hoping for anything. It also, it also negates the power of the Bible, the Word of God. Can you just imagine that? Because you are not hoping for anything. So we got to understand that faith is the substance of things we hope for. Amen? And lastly is this. Faith is the evidence. Okay? Faith is the evidence. Let me read to you again the scripture. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for. It is also what? The evidence of things not seen. Hey, if I were... How many of you watch CSI? Just a little? Okay. Alright. But at least you know what I'm talking about, right? Okay. Even if I enter a room where nobody's seeing me, and I deny that I entered that room, but my fingerprints are all over the place, right? Someone probably with a, a top-notch CSI investigator would come and trace all my fingerprints. Guess what? We have an evidence, right? Evidence that I was inside the room. Faith is the evidence. What are we talking about? Evidence. In other words, you are looking for a proof, a confirmation, a verification, substantiation, corroboration, affirmation, authentication, and whatever Sean we could think of. But the goal is this, okay? Evidence causes us to believe, isn't it? But the question is, what do you want to believe on? Or believe what? Let's look at the Bible. What does it say? Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for. I kind of reworded that, you know, evidence. Evidence, okay? Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for. It causes us to believe, right? The evidence of things not seen. Not seen. So, when you talk about this verse, it's not about the eyes. It's not about what we see and what we don't see. It's about a sensory perception, what you perceive it to be. Faith is the sensory mechanism that contacts the realm of God. Why do I know this? Because the Bible says in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 7, it says, Therefore we walk by faith and not by sight. 
You see, it's about perception. It's not about your senses now. Okay? Of course, when you're, when, when you're sick, you'll know, right? Your senses will tell you, hey, I'm sick, I need to take a rest. But in this case, it's not about that kind of perception. Not about our physical senses, but something greater, which is our spiritual senses. Perception, in other words, is about awareness. Having a realization or an understanding. I like that word, understanding. So tonight I'm going to ask, are you understanding? Yes. Let's look at the scripture in Hebrews 11, verse 3. This is from our main text. It says there, by faith. What does it say? We understand. Not the perception that we think. Not, not the eyes, but the different kind of perception. It's called understanding. By faith, we understand that the worlds, okay? Referring to a spiritual world and the real world that we are in. That the worlds were framed by the Word of God so that things which are seen were not made of things which are visible. Now I want you to take this moment just to look around you. Come on, 30 seconds long. Look around. At the back, at the side, at the front. Up, look up, look down. Come on, come on, just go with the plan. Alright, great. What do you see around you? Objects. You see the ceiling, right? The lights, the carpet, the chair. Now, that did not happen and there was a chair. It didn't happen that way. Someone had to think about it in his mind and create you a chair, right? Every physical thing here in this world started out with nothing. Genesis chapter 1, if you, if you remember, the Spirit of God was moving in darkness. There was nothing. And with one spoken word of God, let there be light, what happened? There was light. Do you understand the power of God's Word? You see, the Word of God is important. Why? Faith or evidence is the understanding that, uh, is understanding the truth of God's word. Nice, huh? Question is how? How could be? It's simple. Romans chapter 10, verse 17 says, So then what? Faith comes by hearing and by the word of God. Now I don't know if the audience were kind of deaf, right? It had to come out twice. Hearing and hearing. I don't know if it's left or right. But this is what the Word of God says about hearing and hearing. The first hearing is about your physical hearing. So faith comes by hearing first. As I'm talking to you tonight, alright? You are hearing. But another hearing is important. The second one is about understanding. Understanding the Word of God. If you understand the Word of God, something in you will illuminate. Something in you will be revealed. And once something is revealed, it becomes an evidence that it is real. Although not yet real in the physical world. You see, we have to understand that the truth of God is higher than reality. 
Are you here tonight? God's truth in the Word of God, the Bible, is higher than reality. Because everything was made invisible first. In the spoken Word of God, it came to be, right? Now, 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 18. While we do not look at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen, for the things which are seen are what? Temporary. Do you realize that the situation that you're in today, now I don't know what's happening with your life today, but your situation today, whether you're going through a major trial, maybe you're sick, maybe there's something that is beyond you, it's beyond your control, maybe you're going through depression, you're going through some some major relational problem, whatever that is, guess what? What you're seeing today is temporary. What you're seeing today is temporary. It will not last. But the things which are not seen, which is from God, is what? Is eternal. That's the amazing thing. Why? Because the spirit world is more real than the physical world. What it means is that today you may be sick, but what does God, God's Word say? By the wounds of Jesus, I am healed. Maybe today, you're not yet rich and famous. <laughs> or you don't have that kind of wealth. But what does God say? For it is I who gives you the ability to produce wealth. It's not yet there in the real world. But in the spiritual world, it's there. It is there. It is present. Faith is simply bringing into visibility that which is at first invisible to the senses. And we repeat that. Faith is simply bringing into visibility that which is at first invisible to the, to the senses. Everything that we need in life and our desire is already existing. Faith draws them out. Faith draws them out. And that's the amazing part about faith. What is faith? It's a now thing. It is a substance, a title deed, an inventory of God's promises that's already there. It is also the evidence. Faith is also the evidence of things not seen. What are the things that are not seen in your life today? Look it up here in the, in the Word of God. Agree. Understand with the Word of God. Once you have that, guess what? You will bring what is invisible here in the visible. Amen? Faith is trusting God and believing His Word. This is so simple, but yet we have a hard time. Faith is trusting God and believing His Word. And the truth is, we will all be faced with so many things in life. In fact, tonight, after you leave this place, there's probably tons of things you will have to do. Things that you have to, you know work against or go against you. 
Because Jesus said that in this world we will have trouble. That's why we need to live by faith every single day of our lives. We need to trust God and believe in His Word. Now as I end tonight, I want you to see this video. Watch this video. My prayer is that you will be blessed. Let's watch this video. give God a big hand for that. Faith moves the heart of God. What you've seen is um, our breaking room two weeks ago. The person that received that healing, she's the one singing over here. Her name is Princess. And it's just amazing. We were, we are actually receiving so many, so many, um, Reports, testimonies of people being healed. One of them is our helper, our house help. She had a uh, big um, cease or mass uh, in her chest. How many centimeters? Eight? Something, uh, well, anyway. Eight centimeters, all right. And she was gripped with fear. She wanted to quit her job. She said, I need to go see a doctor. Uh, Sir, ma'am, can I just leave my work already? I said, no. I want to pray for you. I want to believe God for your healing. She came to that breaking room and got prayed. I mean, she had received prayer. About a few days ago when she returned to PGH and saw the results of her biopsy, guess what? There's no cancer. Praise God. We have, um, uh, I don't know if Diana is here from my father's house. One of their um, member, I guess, had a problem with the left or right ear that needed some operation. That person was here also during that time. And when, she, when that person went back to the doctor, the doctor said, it's no longer there. No need for operation. We have another one just this morning. Just tell um, his testimony of a bone that needed some um, surgery. It cost him about 60,000 pesos, right? And guess what? After, after that break, not the, not the breaking room, but after receiving the healing from God. You know, just a few days ago, 
went back to the hospital and the doctor said, you're fine. There's nothing wrong anymore with your arm. Why am I sharing this to you? I want I want I wanna open your eyes to what God is doing by faith. Everything really is by faith. What are you believing God for? Of course, healing is here. But remember there are seven thousand seven hundred promises in the Word of God. What are you believing God for today? It can still happen. Amen. I want to just pray for you. In fact, can I just ask you to stand for a while? You know, one of the things that um, that I know of, especially in in um, in speaking engagement, they'd always say the story of Muhammad Ali. Muhammad Ali is the greatest, probably the greatest, and uh, I don't know, there's no greatest yet that I have seen as a boxing fighter. He said that I am the greatest. And every single day of his life, he had someone tell him that he's the greatest. In fact, he, he believed that so much that it came to being. And when I look at us, sons and daughters of the living God, we have God's Word, the promises of God, just there, sitting in an inventory. But yet, we just need to speak it into our lives. And I don't know what you're going through today, but as you, as you receive that Word, be in faith. Amen? Whatever you're going through today. And we're going to respond with a confession. Amen? And I believe God. We hope you were inspired by that message. To help you grow in faith, join a Victory Group today. Inquire at the concierge during weekend services or visit our website at www.victoryalabang.org. You can also drop by facebook.com slash victoryalabang. Thank you and stay connected.